Hey there, I'm Valerio Lalikan and I am thrilled to introduce you to this week's podcast episode of Deeper Steel with Pastor Flo, where we learn to listen to the heartbeat of God. Many times we engage in several kingdom disciplines like prayer, fasting, and even studying the word to connect with Abba and his kingdom in us. However, most times we fail to consistently manifest the reality of his kingdom around us. What if I told you that this is not the intention of God and that he has created a pathway for his sons to experience his kingdom in their everyday lives? This art was practiced by the early church and they recorded amazing manifestations of the glory of God in everything they did. This is what I would love to call the lost art of meditation. In this episode, we will be looking at how the believer can consistently enjoy the manifestation of the kingdom of God through the art of meditation. You can bring the manifestation of the kingdom of God into your family, your health, your business, your environment, your ministry, and everything that concerns you. This is one way the believer can continually and consistently enjoy the fullness of the glory of God over their lives and over their ministry. So, get your pen, get your paper and your Bible. We are going to study together on what we like to call the lost art of meditation. (laughs) I am so excited and I hope you are too as we continue on this week's episode of Deeper Steel with Pastor Flo. Hello and welcome back to the final phase of the lost art of meditation. Our text, Joshua chapter 1 and verse 8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall meditate on it day and night, that you may be able to observe and do according to all that is written therein. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you shall have good success. In other words, for then you will advance or you will move forward. And then you will get to your destination. Success is arriving at a destination. And so success with the word of God, with the promises of God, with the instructions of God, with the impactations and encounters of God is arriving at the targeted end, at the expected end of the word that is spoken over your life. You need to understand that every scripture, every word written in the Bible is a gateway, is a portal into realities in the realm of the spirit. They are not meant to end up in your head. They are meant to open the door of possibilities for you. For example, when the Bible says, For you have come unto Mount Zion, the city of the Lord, the heavenly Jerusalem. We have come unto innumerable companies of angels. And then he continues to describe where we are, what is around Zion. God is trying to let us know that we are currently in a community. That we are not alone. We are surrounded. I like the phrase, Yana, you are not alone. Hallelujah. You are in another city with angels, with the spirit of just men, with a cloud of witnesses, with all created right beings in the presence of God. So that scripture is not there to inform us. That scripture is there to bring our consciousness, to help tune our consciousness to a reality that has existed before we read it. Yeah, you heard me right. Every word that God has spoken to you 
existed before he declared them to you. How do we know? God himself said that I am the one who declares the end of the thing from the beginning thereof. That means that God completes his project and then he releases his word to you or to me. His prophetic word, his written word to help us become one with what he has already created. And so every word that God has spoken over your life, every prophecy that has been released over your life, they are not meant to inform you. They are gateways. They are doors. It's not time to look for new words. It's not time to ask people around what is God saying concerning me. I need a new word. No. And so every scripture, every word that God has spoken concerning you, Martyrs, I remember when the Lord began to tell me that I wanted to pay your attention. I wanted to give attention to the ministries of angels. And so I'll pick the word of God. I'll pick the book of Hebrews. I am come to Mount Zion, the city of the Lord, the heavenly Jerusalem, where there are innumerable companies of angels. And I'll pick that word. I am in Mount Zion. I am in the city of God. Right now, angels are around me. Angels are there to help me, to bring me revelations. And as I speak this word, as I mutter to myself, this is not, I'm not declaring for angels to obey me because these already exist. You see, I'm meditating on it because it already exists. So I'm trying to program. Remember, the word meditate means to program, to, cost, to computerize. And so I am computerizing my mind, my subconscious mind, to be alert, to be conscious of the angels of God around me. And so I'll meditate. And one of these days, I I, I was at home, and my wife called me, and she told me that she forgot um, something that she needed urgently at work. And, and I was quite busy. I, I must confess that I didn't leave what I was doing immediately. And when she called again, that I really need to start coming with it. I was like, okay, that's fine. So I started my search for that thing late. So I started looking for it. I started searching the house for it. I took apart every piece of uh, of clothing that I had, that we had in our wardrobe, you know, and I didn't find it. And so I remembered somehow inside of me, the Holy Ghost reminded me and said, you are not alone. You've got helpers. And so I began to mutter that word again. I am come to Mount Zion, the city of the Lord, the heavenly Jerusalem. I am come to innumerable companies of angels, angels around me right now. They are not here because I'm saying it. They've been here all along. And so I, I continued muttering on the word. And I said, thank you for your angels, for they helped me bring this stuff. And I kept imagining and I kept muttering and and I kept imagining. And in the midst of my muttering, I heard, go back to your room. I left the first room to the second room. And so I went back to my room and sat on my bed, imagining that, I'm, that I am around angels and angels are around me. And before my eyes was the substance I was looking for, hanging out right before me. I can guarantee you that it was not there. I am a thorough searcher. It was not there. That scripture exists because there is a reality available for you and I. 
God has provided a lot of realities through his death, burial, resurrection, and ascension. He has initiated us into his kingdom. He has initiated you into his kingdom. So as we obey the word, as we submit to the word by muttering the word, imagining the word, it brings us into the fourth and the final phase of meditation where the word has us i call this stage the roaring stage to roar in first timothy chapter 4 and verse 14 to 15 paul talking to timothy said do not neglect the gift that is in you which was given to you by prophecy with the laying on of the hands of the eldership meditate on these things Give yourself entirely to them that your progress will be evident to all. And so Paul called his son in the Lord, Timothy, and said, Timothy, there are gifts inside of you. You don't need laying on of new hands. You don't need to be jumping from meetings to meetings. You don't need new prophetic words, whereas although prophetic words are great. You don't need to be going from one pastor to another, from one prophet to another. He says, there are already gifts. My God, I feel something. There are already gifts on the inside of you. There are realities. There are dimensions. There are possibilities. There are keys. There are visions. There are encounters already inside of you. Hey, you listening to me right now, I feel the anointing. There are so many possibilities, unending possibilities on the inside of you. The Holy Ghost is inside of you. And so he said, do not forget these things that came to you by prophecy and by the laying on of hands of the eldership. And then he says, I'm going to teach you how not to forget the gift that is in you. How not to leave as though you are in need of help from, from an external source. How to understand that you are a victor and not a victim. How to consciously experience the manifestations of the word of God, of the prophecies, of the gifts of God that is locked up on the inside of you. He said, this is the way to do it. You have to meditate on these things. And then he put a semicolon there, explaining what meditation is. And so in explaining how to meditate on these things, Paul told Timothy, he said, give yourself wholly unto them that your progress may be evident to all. That means without meditation, the gifts, the words, the promises of God over our life will not be evident. They will remain dormant. They will remain locked up. Does this mean that the day we realize it is the day that the word comes to pass? No. The word came to pass the moment God said it. The Bible says that forever, O oh Lord, your word is settled in heaven. However, for the word of God to be settled on earth, we need to align. We need to bring our mind under subjection to the word of God. So he said, Timothy, you have to give yourself holy unto them at this point you lose yourself to the word you, you know when you start at the initial phase of meditation you are muttering the word consciously deliberately muttering the word imagining muttering and as you're muttering and you're putting your emotions in it you're putting your thoughts in it the word begins to form pictures in your heart hallelujah it begins to show you you begin to see visions of god that word opens your mind up into the realm, into that reality.
It breaks down that reality, it breaks down the veil, it tears the rips the veil apart from from top to bottom and gives you access to see that realm. Remember, Jesus says that whoever is born again can see the kingdom of God. And as we mortal the word, it opens our eyes, the eyes of our understanding light comes in. And then we begin to see what God is saying, or we begin to see the reality of that word. And then as we continue in that process, we lose ourselves to the word. The word owns us at this point. For the word, the word has to own you to benefit you. And so Paul told Timothy, he said, you have to meditate on these things. Give yourself completely unto them. The word that you own does not profit you. But the word that owns you. <laughs> Profits you. The word that owns you unlocks realms and the possibilities that are embedded in the word. Scriptures are not meant to remain scriptures. Scriptures are meant to introduce us, initiate us into realities. Everything, every promise of God is a pending reality, waiting exploration. And we explore the realities of God's word through meditation. It is unfortunate that we believers tend to be a bit lazy when it comes with working the word and and muttering the word and meditating the word. Needless, needless to say that we have very minute or very few manifestations of the word of God. So Paul said that for the word to be evident, the word must own you. You must give yourself to it. Give yourself to the word. This is not picking 70 scriptures and confessing the word. No, this is picking it one at a time and looking at that reality, focusing on that reality, finding that reality through your spirit, allowing the Holy Ghost to drive you, to channel your heart, your conscious and subconscious mind into that reality. And then you begin to see manifestations as you mutter, as you imagine the word of God. Suddenly, ooh, I feel it. Suddenly, it's like Elihu in the book of Job. Elihu said, I am like a wineskin about to burst. I must open my mouth and decree the things that are inside of me. He says, for we have said that age should speak and length of days to teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man and the spirit, the inspiration of the spirit giveth him understanding. At this point, you can't control the word anymore. The word owns you. It's like you are in an autopilot state. Do you know that when pilots fly their aircraft, when they get to a level field on air, they put their aircraft on autopilot. In this mode, the aircraft continue on the intended course by following the longitudes, the trajectory that is already imputed in the system. Hence, given the pilot time to operate and to do other things relating to arriving at destination. Likewise is meditation. As we meditate, we are programming our mind. We are putting our mind on autopilot. It becomes our default. The word of God owns us as we continue in the word. So as you meditate, as you imagine, you begin to rock. You begin to let go. This is the, at this point you lose control. You don't you don't determine the way you are. 
the word flows through you it breaks out of you suddenly visions begin to break loose suddenly the realities in this point you can even bump into angels and angels bump into you they are reality at this point you cannot separate you find it difficult to separate the natural realities from the spiritual realities because they are both your reality my god that sounds interesting let's take a quick look at ezekiel chapter 2 and verse 1 and he said to me son of man rise on your feet and the spirit came into me and stood me on my feet wow that scripture there as simple as it sounds gives us a hint on how to experience the reality of the word remember jesus speaking to his disciples says that the words that i speak unto you they are spirits and they are life every word that you have is a spirit and so when god looked at ezekiel the prophet and said rise to your feet rise on your feet the spirit which is that word took a hold of him without his effort and stood him right up this is the system this is the method of experiencing the fulfillment of what god has said over your life allowing that spirit of the word the spirit of the word access to take charge to take control of your body of your mind of your spirit and putting you on autopilot and so when we allow the word of God on us, when we lose ourselves completely unto the word, this is almost the same as being possessed by the word. I remember, I'll pick the word now, mutter it. I'll mutter it. I'll mutter it. And, and back then, I, I, I didn't have a car. So I'll mutter the word to the point that I'll get lost on it on the street. You could be around me and not hear a word I'm saying, but you'll see that I'm lost. I'm out of it. And I'll, I'll, I'll continue. I, I, you know, at, at this point, it, it became subconscious to me. Now I continue to imagine the word and speak it and mutter it. And, and I get lost in the reality of that thing and how it applies to my world and how it applies to the things that I do. And somehow in the midst of that muttering, I'll open my eyes or I'll, I'll suddenly gain consciousness. And realize that, oh boy, you're on the street and people are beginning to look at you as though you are insane. Yeah, <laughs> I get lost in it because that is the way we work in the kingdom. That is the way we experience the fullness of the, the manifestation of the realities of the kingdom of God by losing ourselves unto the word. And God comes to you and says, I have delivered you from that habit that has been holding you down. He has released a spirit, an empowerment. This spirit is what we call grace. And so as we receive that word, meditate on that word, meditate on who we are in Christ Jesus, get lost in it. We begin to give ourselves to the word and the word begins to own us. And because the word now owns us, the spirit of that word owns us, it comes into us and brings us into the fulfillment of the word that is spoken. And so as you meditate on the word, as you mortar the word, imagine the word, think the word, suddenly the word begins to take control. Suddenly you begin to roar the word. You are like a lion 
with all confidence. At this point, there is no denying of the manifestations of the word that has been spoken over you. At this point, you're experiencing the power and the presence of God in that word. It's been there all along in you, in the word. So at this point, the word has a free cause to find expression in your life and in your destiny. I want to urge you as we come to the finale of the lost art of meditation. I want to encourage you to dedicate time for the word. Dedicate time for meditating on the word. This is not praying. No, no, no. You can pray in between, but this is not praying. This is submitting yourself unto God to allow you resist the devil. And then he flees. Submitting yourself unto God to allow you to experience your dominion over creation. This is initiating yourself into the realities of the kingdom of God. Hey, I have an announcement for you. Next week, we are going to commence a whole new series titled Visions of the Night. Yeah, you heard right. We are going to be looking at dreams and how you can interpret them, how you can trust the Lord for interpreting the word, how you can understand them and apply them over your life and over your destiny. It's going to be a great time and I look forward to it. So share this with your friends, your families, your enemies. It's going to be a great time. Secondly, we will be having a virtual class on Zoom titled Practical Meditation. I will be working you through my own process and how I meditate on the word of God and how I meditate on him for the prophetic for miracles as i look forward to sharing with you golden secrets in the word of god and things that god has shown me and how god has brought me through the process of giving birth to the things that he said over my life i'm going to be showing you how to trust the lord for a specific word over a person over a nation over a territory it's going to be an awesome time my brothers and my sisters this class is scheduled to take place sometime in august the specific date and time will be communicated in the next series of Deeper Steel with Pastor Flo. I look forward to seeing you same time next week. God bless you. Shalom. Hey, I hope you enjoyed that one. A few years ago, the Lord told me to raise a presence-based prophetic generation. This mandate has given birth to the Eagles Vision Prophetic School that takes place online and on-site. However, learning to forge ahead as a prophet seemed to be overwhelming at the time. I didn't know what to do with the visions and dreams I got from the Lord and how I can fulfill this overwhelming but amazing mandate. Through the help of the Holy Spirit, I have learned to walk in the fullness of my prophetic calling beginning with taking baby steps to taking giant steps. Prophetic Fire is a 30-day devotional that will help take you through these processes. So what are you waiting for? Get your copy at www.recreateyourworld.org. See you same time next week on Deeper Steel with Pastor Flo. Till then, do have a blissful day. God bless you. Shalom.